Hello and welcome to a special belated Valentine's edition of Pick That One Out. It's a weekly podcast trying to pick out the love left in football. Uh, my name is Jack Murphy. With me, my co-host, Will Varney. Uh, how are you doing, my friend? I'm very well. Happy Valentine's to you, Jack. Um, one for the lovers this week, episode five. Um, and we've, we've got to a Champions League midweeker. I feel like this is a big triumph for us to get here so early on. But um, no, yeah, one for all the lovers today. We've got some good content coming up in this pod as well. And uh, yeah, just a nice thank you to all of those who've been listening to um, the first four episodes as well. It's nice to it's nice when you get like a comment when somebody mm. says, yeah, that was quite funny or that was a nice little thing. So uh, yeah, really appreciate that. And uh, keep on listening. We'll keep on trying to entertain. Yeah, this is our best attempt of giving that love uh, back to the to the listeners to the viewers um uh, something that's regularly associated with valentine's day is a romantic breakfast uh in bed um so even though you you can't have that luxury uh will i'm intrigued to see what your pick is for breakfast mm. club this week thank you jack yes it is episode five and that means at the start of the episode it's breakfast club it's back and this week I sort of went rogue. I haven't really stuck with the status quo per se. Um, I went with a breakfast that I just really wanted as like oh. a nice Valentine's Day treat. Okay. Um, yeah, I haven't really stuck with the. It has a. It's something I've made. Oh. Um, I mean, however, I'm fourth, kicking off. It's the I thought week. it is the afternoon. Well, yeah, I I know we have gone off piece. We've gone off script, but these are the best moments. Okay. So um, we're kicking off with a black coffee, an Americano. I thought it'd sort of give me that extra buzz throughout this 45-minute pod, or if we attempt to make it 45 minutes, who knows how long this could go on for. And also, a little treat for myself, um, favourite pastry, I have to say. Um... It's a panoraison, or as I like to call it, a panoraison. Okay, nice. Um, and I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of a panoraison. Mm. Um, so I'm going to be nibbling this throughout. Okay. Um, hopefully it'll be quieter than, um, you know, the, the marble cake last week, which was quite dry. Mm. We, before we had the exotic fruit. So no, I'm looking forward to this. A lovely French pastry, because I did, I had a big Chinese last night, Jack. Oh, okay. As a little treat, a Valentine's Day yeah. treat. I had a Chinese takeaway. Um, very filling, mm. very filling. So, you know, haven't eaten anything today. Panoraison will keep me going throughout. Fair enough. Uh, not a big coffee man myself, I must say. Always been a team man instead, okay. especially a black coffee. Doesn't sound that appealing to me, oh. but I'm sure many of the listeners will find it. We didn't have uh, any milk. We didn't uh, have any milk. Play. Duty calls. What can you do? Yeah. Um, also, Panoraison. I personally would have gone for a pan au chocolat myself, but a, uh, a pan. No, it's all about the raison. Raison. <laughs> Uh, we'll see how that goes in the uh, end of it. Considering we've had three on the league table, top one at the minute is uh, on five out of ten. I think the bar is low. The bar is oh. low to, to cross. Well, considering I chose this one as well, I think yeah. it could be quite it's, high. I think it feels it biased already. The wheels are falling off Breakfast Club early on into its uh, its life. No, it's not. Don't. <laughs> it needs support. I'm working on a jingle for it. <laughs> I record. I... I recorded a jingle on my phone previous to this. And I was supposed to ask you before we started recording, can we play the jingle? Oh. Now I feel like it's too risky. I, I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, do we have the? Uh, do we put a bet on to see what what happens first? Uh, Breakfast Club gets a jingle or it dies. Well, j- shall I shall I play the jingle no, from no. my voice memo? 
No, it would sound awful. No. It would sound awful. I'm it, thinking it about the audio the, quality. It was one of those where... Well, uh, okay, I'll re- I'll try and recreate it now. It was along the lines okay. of like with that mixture of the you know that guy who narrates X Factor. Okay, yeah. It's like it's time yeah. to face. It started off as that, and then it just really petered out. It's only um, three words, of course, and it's just Will's Breakfast Club, and it was something along those lines. But I mean, I, I think it has legs to it. I okay. th- but it needs work. It does need a tad bit of work. Stick it in post. Get in the studio. And uh, and we'll see what we can do by next week. Uh, speaking of the wheels well, falling you know, off, that's the thing. That's how you kick off a football. Yeah, exactly. That's how you kick off a football podcast. Talking about Panorazon. Uh Speaking of the wheels falling off, uh, Leicester three, Liverpool one. We're into the Prem talk early on. Uh, Liverpool three losses on the bounce now. Will in the league. Um, I don't think either team would have been too disappointed with how the game was going uh, before the first goal. Fantastic goal from Salah, great assist from Firmino, but then the heads were lost. Yeah. Heads were completely lost. Madison uh, scored that weird free kick. Was it a pen? Was it a free kick? We don't know. And then the free kick comes in. Was it offside? Was it not? Apparently, apparently not. Uh, and uh, then it goes in one-one. Liverpool's heads are lost. Um, the second goal is what we're yeah. here, what we're all here for. Um, Allison obviously didn't cover himself in glory last week against Manchester City. Uh, I'm interested to see your viewpoint on this. We need, to, as football fans, we need to put blame firmly in one party. That's what we do. Uh, Allison's yeah. fault or the new man Kabak's? Who's who's at fault for this second goal? It's a calamity in communication, surely. I suppose it's hard to it's hard to know, isn't it? Because with that second goal, it's that long ball pumped over the top. I'm looking at I I don't you don't really want to blame the new man, do you? Because he's not been there long. Young kid as lack well. Lack of communication. It it's it's Allison's it's Allison's call, isn't it? But I mean, goodness me. Well, I mean, it was it was about a seven eight minute period, mm. wasn't it? Just Liverpool looked dominant in that first half. They looked really good, I thought. Didn't get the goal, but I thought they looked they look sharp. And everyone had been sort of doubting them previous to the game, raising concerns about whether they'd be at it for against a team like Leicester as well, who were in really good form. And then you look at, you know, that goal, I I, I don't I think that is a goal of the season contender mm. right there. Could be a winner, that Mo Salah mm. goal. The the flick from Firmino is un it is sexual football. That is what you call that. It was beautiful to watch. And then, I mean, just from there, like you said, the wheels came off. And, you know, was it a penalty? Was it inside the box? Was it out? I'm thinking that that will knock Leicester now, not getting that penalty decision. From that free kick, they score. Controversial VAR call. And then, all of a sudden, you have that calamity at the back. I don't know what was going on. But I think what's what's less spoken about is Jamie Vardy's celebration. Yeah. I mean, the cheek of it to sort of roll the ball into an empty net and then bring out the guitar. And I mean, I was thinking about the celebration, Jack. I don't know. But as he ran over to the corner, he's sort of playing the guitar. Hmm. It looked more like he was sort of playing a banjo or a ukulele. I mean, it's all in the same same family. Rather than a classic guitar. Yeah, I know. They are in they are in the family, don't get me wrong. But I thought there was a lot of movement in there to get it going. But I love the celebration. <laughs> I tell you what, something and I, Harvey something I want to know. Off. For, with this celebration, yeah. what is it with Jamie Vardy and corner flags? 
This is like three, third time now he's had, a, he's had a celebration to do with the corner flag against Sheffield United earlier in the season. He's gone and he's absolutely two-footed at breaking the, t- taking the corner flag out. And uh, another one, I think he did a, a fake boxing celebration with it. A, a homage to Tim Cahill, maybe. I think he's done that as well before. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's something with Vardy and corner flags. I like it. Keep the gimmick going. I'm interested to see what he uh, does going forward with it. Uh, no, and I thought I thought the celebration was great, but I mean the performance was even better, wasn't it? From Leicester in that eight-minute period, they just took apart that Liverpool back line, the likes of Andy Robertson and Trent, who were so you know strong last season, such a threat on the attack, but also defensively sound. Just got torn apart by the likes of Harvey Barnes and Jamie Vardy running in the channels. It was it was tough to watch in that sort of final you know ten, especially. And I mean, you know, you've got after the game, Jurgen Klopp conceding the title, the pain that was sad. etched into his face, having to admit that. Um, but I mean, and that's and that's the thing. I, I think it, it is done now. And it's a lot of people have been saying, I don't know whether you agree, that this is sort of the worst title defence. I don't really agree with that. Well, I think that's I harsh. Just think, I think it's harsh. I don't, I think, I think it's harsh. I think they've had, obviously they've had a lot of injuries, but I think the injury excuse is gone now. I think the injury excuse is gone. Now that it's the fi- a fight, it, it's now a fight for a top four. Yeah. And you look at, you know, Chelsea beat Newcastle, they're above them. Liverpool have got Everton next. Everton could go above them. They're in a real challenge now. It's not going to be easy for them, especially with how they're playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely think of um, worst defence off the top of my head, mainly because um, Liverpool do have the excuse of, of the array of injuries and, and the mad amount of injuries. I think, hate to throw you under the bus, I'm thinking, well, quickly, I'm thinking well, quickly, Chelsea. Can I just quickly ask you this? Okay. I, I, just want, I just want to quickly ask you this and get your opinion on this. What, you know, a lot of people are saying they want to see Jordan Henderson back in midfield. It's not working yeah. with Thiago there. He doesn't fit the system really. Do you not think, I know they played that Kabak and mm. a lot of heat has now been put on him after that game. But should Klopp not really be playing Ben Davis as well? Wasn't Does available. He, he was. I know he a lot was of injured. Said, oh, he wants to get him up to speed. It was he injured. He was injured. He's, he's coming. Six days he'll... later, he's picked up a knock, and he wasn't available. Well, that, I mean, that's a stinger in itself. <laughs> that's not gonna. But I mean, for the for Kabak, I, I'm thinking now he's going to be looking at it, thinking, I uh, I could easily be slipped out for for Ben Davis now. And when Bain Davis gets back, all of a sudden, you're now putting pressure on a championship defender making a step up in a top four fight. Mm. You know, that's serious pressure on his shoulders to try and fit in and fill that void. I just think this season, it's been really not only poor from performance-wise, but I think it's just been poor from the owners. Not yeah. even to just give Jurgen Klopp that back in after, after what he's done. And I mean, I, I, saw, I heard yesterday something about the bookmakers have now made Jurgen Klopp odds-on to be the next manager sacked. Absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. Not a chance in hell. Yeah, there's no chance he gets sacked. I think they've got him so short because there's been a lot of rumours going around that he might step down. Um, I, I, I don't mm. see that happening before the yeah. end of the season either, though, I, I have to say. But um, it's worrying times for them. Like, like I say before, uh, three losses uh, on the bounce in the league. Um, as you mentioned there, it's it's, it's tough now in this, it's, this fight. I think Klopp has to... If Fabinho's back, or when when Fabinho's back, it has to be one of Kabak and Davis next to him. I feel, I feel if you throw both of them next yeah. to each other, it's so risky to just go two two lads that don't speak the same language, never played in the team, to play next to each other. It seems too risky. 
And there's an over-reliance, I think there's just a huge over-reliance on the front three now. I think there's a huge over-reliance on the front three. Um, the likes of, you know, Mo Salah having to get the goals and at least he's providing something. Yeah. Um, and Firmino and, and Mane as well. And they've missed Mane at points as well. Um, I just think it's um, it's it's going really downhill at Liverpool. And it has been for the last few weeks. But now I think with those with those losses, especially against Leicester sort of demolishing them, with how they got torn apart against City at Anfield. Before that, they had Brighton, Burnley losses. I think it's uh, they're in a real challenge for top yeah. four now. A I real think, challenge. I think Good luck to them. If we if we're basing it off, um, I, I'm I'm just trying to think of any worse title defenses. Just quickly, um, I'm thinking I'm not I'm not going to um, I'm not going to include Leicester in it because Leicester were never expected to win the title in the first place. Whereas Liverpool were regarded as a, as a world beater mm. team. Um, so I'm gonna say, uh, the worst for me is is, is your lot in 15, we 16. Yeah, After, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah. Absolutely embarrassing. I think you finished tenth. Which I spent I'd a lot honest, of it in the bottom that's half. That's gone under the radar. Recently. It really has, really, it's really. It's gone has. under the radar. Um, also, I'm thinking uh, Man United. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm thinking Man United. Moyes in charge after the Fergie last title win. Yep. Uh, finishing seventh, and I mean Blackburn. I'll throw Blackburn in the same vein as Leicester. So I think them two are the ones to contend with Liverpool this season. If Liverpool get top four, no chance. Yeah. It's, it's the worst title defence. But we don't know how far they can fall from here. Exactly. Um, well, that's Liverpool. Uh, well, Liverpool's title is has been conceded by Jurgen Klopp. Um, let's talk about the favourites then. Man City, another solid performance. Three 0 win against Spurs. It was a standard, calm, uh, approachable performance from City. But I have to say, this Spurs backline, as soon as I saw the lineup, considering it's a team that is, yeah. a, is a defensive minded team, I, I look at the lineup pre game and I'm seeing a back four of Tanganga, Eric Dyer, Darrison Sanchez, and Ben Davis. That's barely mm. Premier League. Never mind top six defence. He's got a pan of raisin in his mouth. No, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean the Zoom connection is <laughs> is is an ideal, but you can still tell the reason I'm not talking is because I'm munching away on the pan of raisin, and it was one of those panics where you're like, ah. Sorry, Joe's I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have thrown to you under the bus. Fill time. Fill time. <laughs> um, no, I think that back line wouldn't fill any Spurs fan with confidence, let any like, let alone any football fan. Um, I think also the big point for me. Um, I've seen a few words to describe Hugo Lloris over the last couple of days. Poppered on hands, chocolate wrists. That man, he's on fraud watch for me. I'm so, and he's been on fraud watch for a, for a while, I think. He's gone under the radar because of big, high-profile mistakes from, say, like David De Gea, who everyone expects, you know, you know the world of. He's been... Re- I think he's, he hasn't really looked a top, top goalkeeper for a couple of years. I know he won a World Cup, but I think he was helped out by that solid defence he had in front of him. Yeah, now, I, when he doesn't I, I, have a, a solid defence in front of him, I think he's being a bit exposed. And, I mean, especially that penalty from Rodri. I mean, I think I could have given a good attempt to save that. And he's playing football week in, week mm. out. And I don't know how he's not getting a strong enough hand to it. And also, that good, and, and Gundogan for um, Man City's second. You'd be expecting a goalkeeper of that standard to really be making those saves, and he hasn't been. And like you said there, Man City, a lot of talk has been about them and how strong they are. I think they're going to win the title again. And I think the thing is with Man City at the moment, everyone keeps saying 
And I know that Guardiola's been saying as well, you know, there is going to come a point where we slip up and people are going to raise questions again like they've done about every club this season because it has just been so hectic. It's been mental. But every time people keep going, yeah, you know, City could slip. City, this is where they could slip up. And then they don't. And mm. they win again. And then it's like, well, it might be next week. And it just keeps on snowballing, snowballing. They look really good. And I mean, I just find it hilarious, you know, at the start of the season, a couple of poor performances... You know, they had the, um, you know, the West Brom got a result there as well. I remember, you know, Billich's last game and everyone's going, City aren't up to it this season, don't they? Now, look And just look at them now. Mm. You know, the season just changes like that. You know, it's crazy. Um, but they look really strong. And once again, Spurs under Mourinho, just at the start of the season, everyone's going, are they title contenders? Well, look at them now. You know, they're scrapping away with you for ninth and 10th. You know, it's not. Uh, sorry to put so <laughs> in the wounds, but it's true. Um, no, you. I completely agree with everything you just said. I, I will say that Luis has been on my Ford watch for a few years as well. I, I've never been convinced by me though. I think no, he makes I a lot haven't. of high-profile mistakes, but um, I let the watch slip this year because he was he was putting in consistent performances for like the first half of the season. Last few mm. games been a bit dodgy, so he's back on the watch. I think. So do you bl- so do you blame that on a poor defence or do you blame that on his quality? Do you think if you put it, like you saw him with France, didn't you? They win a World Cup. Yeah. He had Varane in front of him. You know, you know a really solid centre half partnership, solid defence wins a World Cup. If you put a solid defence in front of him, are Spurs real contenders? Are they a real team to challenge? League contenders? I, d- I don't think so. I think they can really um, push for a. a- Convincing, maybe maybe a top four with a with a real solid defense in, in front of there because I do think mm. Luis is a, is a good goalkeeper, but it's the fact that he's constantly um, within the the top ranks in people's estimations and and always yeah. in that conversation. I, I feel like we have to put him on a a, a higher pedestal and and, and higher um, acclaim when we judge him as well. So I I think that he can do a job with a good defense in front of him. But even in that World Cup. In the final, they were cruising, and then he lets yep. Croatia back in with a mistake, and and yeah. So I, I well, this is this he's, is he's always got it in big, him. The big question now about this Spurs side: not many people are talking about. They're talking about sort of Mourinho and the quality of football, and now it's the quality of football isn't even picking up results. Mm. A lot of people are sort of now starting to edge towards looking at the summer, the transfer window. And once again, it's talk about Harry Kane again, isn't it? Is mm. Harry Kane, if they don't win a trophy, if they don't win the Europa League, you know, if he doesn't get any silverware this season, when is he going to get silverware? Is he going to leave? And I think that's the really interesting question now, because how long can Spurs hang on to a player of his quality and also Sons mm. without winning anything before they go tired? And if they don't get play Champions League football as well? then surely they've got to say, we've got to move on. They can't just be hanging around forever and go, we'll be fighting for top fours when they're not really challenging even for trophies. Well, you say that's that's a risky statement considering the EFL Cup final. Uh, in a, in, in oh, a come on. Oh, no, come it's on. a cup. It's no, a cup. I'm not having it. <laughs> I mean, they're going to lose. They'll, po- they'll lose to City. You, but... they're, they're losing. They're yeah. losing to City. And if they don't, you can cut this. You can throw it <laughs> on Twitter that. and everyone go, ah, Will was wrong. Yeah. Fair no, point. no, no, I'll wait, I'll wait. I'm making that statement now, it's not happening. Not happening. Uh, so from one uh, disappointing uh, performance to probably another, West Brom won, Manchester United won. Uh, this was yesterday, so this was recorded on the Monday, so this was yesterday's uh, uh, game. 
really poor game. Really, really poor game to watch. A great a thriller. A great goal from Bruno Fernandes, but United didn't create much. I've got a stat here. United only the third team in the league this season to have created less expected goals in a game against West Brom than West Brom. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you're right, it wasn't a game of quality, that's for sure, except for Bruno Fernandes' goal. That was outrageous. Seeing that, I was at work at the time, and it was one of those where literally everybody turned to the, the screen, watched it, and went, whoa! It was one of those. It was outrageous. What a finish. But other than that, you know, West Brom taking the lead so early on, it was one of those where they took the lead, and you knew, too early. Way too yeah. early. Yeah. They're not going to hold out. And I mean, it's also the worst possible time to concede right on the eve of half time. They managed to slog it out for about 43 minutes with a one goal lead. And all of a sudden, concede right before the half time whistle. But I mean, fair play to them for holding out and picking up a point. And they're picking up points, West Brom, against the big sides. Yeah. And it's it's almost like I think they're I think they're about ten I think they might be about ten points off the relegation zone. And their next four games are huge games yeah. against the likes of you know you know Brighton, Burnley think, um, next, I think. Burnley, yeah. Well, obviously Burnley on the back of that yeah. big victory at Selhurst Park, but for them, those are huge games. But they've done really well against like the the sort of bigger top six sides, and I think it's one of those where um, they'll be hoping they can get that striker. Is it uh, is it Diagne? Yeah, is it Dean. Dean? I, yeah. Uh, um, and by uh, the pronunciation, Diang, 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 Diang. Um, he that header, you know, he absolutely bullied yeah. Lindelof. I'm not having Man United fans cry about that being a foul. Grow up, <laughs> get a grip. I'm directing that particularly a Man United fan of mine, Ross. He was crying about that in the group chat, going, "What about when Harry Maguire against Burnley? He he, he apparently fouled Ben Mee. No, not having it in a million years. It was strength. It was really good bullet header. Nobody's saving that." Um, and you're right, once again, Man United, they come into a title conversation. People go, well, maybe, you know, title contenders, could they, you know, with Leicester and, you know, could they really go for Man City? And they don't provide the goods once again. And that's why everybody puts City at the top of the tree. It was, it was a really weird situation where last week when United were more in the title race... Ollie said, don't count us in the title. We're never title chasers. Don't yeah. count us in it. This week, they draw to West Brom and <laughs> score one against West Brom. And it's, well, we're going to put pressure on City. We're not going yeah, to let them gonna run. Do it. We're not going to let them run away with this. We're going to put the pressure well, on City here. Did you, see, did you see that quote from Harry Maguire as well? Well, we're not on the end of, uh, you know, good decisions at the moment. The audacity, yeah. the nerve. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> Could, at the drop of a hat, you've been getting penalties this season. That penalty, Martial dived against Southampton and they got a pen. Six nil. They're already like five nil up, <laughs> six up. Cheek of it. No, I'm not having it in a poor million old, years. Poor old Harry Maguire and, and Man United battling against VAR this season. <laughs> <laughs> They've had such tough luck. Yeah. How have they coped? Oh, poor them. Uh, there was a bit of VAR in uh, another game, the final game that we're going to cover. Arsenal 4 leads 2. Yeah, um, a real game of two halves if I've ever seen one. Uh, Arsenal firing in that first half uh, ended in Aubameyang's uh, first hat trick in the Premier League. Great to see him firing again from an Arsenal standpoint. Uh, fantastic performance again from Saka and Smith Rowe in that in that sort of front four shape. And then Arsenal concede one goal in the second half. They concede a header from yeah. uh, Pascal Strauch. Yeah, good header as well. That really if there's header. any. 
panic button inside, everyone's hitting them. Every single yeah. person at one. I don't. I don't think any of these players were in the team that that dropped the four goal lead to Newcastle to finish four four. But mm. it, it was almost as if it happened yesterday, and they were like, "Oh God, it's happening again, guys! Watch out!" Well, we were discussing it. We were discussing this episode, weren't we? And you yeah. messaged me, and you went, "I swear to God, if this goes, <laughs> if they get a fourth, I'm not turning up for the pod tomorrow. I'll be doing it on my own. I'll be going. So it's pick that one out podcast with me, Will Varney." So Jack, oh Jack's not here. Okay, I'll have to talk about all the games and talk to myself about Breakfast Club. <laughs> I was worried for you as well when Helder Costa has brought that back and got that second. It would have been prime Arsenal, wouldn't it, to just choke under that pressure? But I think it shows it once again. It shows a bit of nerve. It's a bit of steel under Arteta. I suppose you're happy with, does it not? That you know, in those moments, usually it would be you to then concede a third, and then yeah. the final ten minutes, you're sort of sweating. You know. Surely you must be happy yeah. with that. I mean, there's there was like a, a, a two, three minute period. The, the header goes in 4-1. And then immediately they cut to the subs bench and Williams warming up. And I'm like, in my, I'm like my hands. No! My, my no! Head, it's like head in hands between my knees, <laughs> just waiting for it to be over. I, I don't think any team in the Premier League can make you feel as nervous as us when you're 4-0 up. <laughs> No, yeah, no, it's probably true. Yeah, I mean, and and the only, but again, the only team in the league, other than like a Man City or something, that, that would be able to put the pressure on when they're four 0 down, is probably Leeds, a team that no matter what the scoreline is, will go for for the full ninety. Yeah, and I think do you know what I found quite interesting? I've seen it over the last couple of weeks, Leeds players coming out and say and and starting to admit, you know, it's all great because everybody just asks them about, oh, you play such an attacking brand of mm. football and it's really exciting to watch and it's good to watch. It is good to watch. It makes games entertaining. We said last week in the predictions, we said there'd be goals. Yeah. That we thought there would be goals. We were right once again because and I think everybody predicted that as well because it's such an open, expansive way of playing football. At the same time, they've now started to come out and I've noticed it and they're going. You know, it's all well and good, you know, us playing this brand of football, but you know, we're not really getting results. Mm. We're sometimes not getting results by playing it, and that showed once again. You know, they had a couple of you know really good results, and they played really well in games such as like that Everton game was great yeah. to watch as well. Um, but at the same time, you know, you've got to be picking up points, and you know that when they went four 0 down to you, I thought I, I did think they were dead and buried at that point. You know, and, and and you must be happy though. Mainly a Bamiyang a hat yeah. trick, first hat trick, picking up some surely a huge confidence boost for him after signing that huge deal. Yeah, and then this season just looked way out of it. Yeah, surely this is like the what he needs to then really get Arsenal going again. Yeah, and it and it's so necessary for us. I mentioned last week and the week before that we're such a a, a confidence team, a form team. Um, yeah. So that to to win a game, score four goals in it. Because our next run of games, it's like it's Benfica home and away in the Europa League, which is no easy game in its own right. That's a, that's a tough game in itself. No, 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 City yeah. in the league, Leicester. We're talking, I think, Liverpool and Tottenham are, are in, in in amongst our yeah. Uh, this is the big run as now. well. Yeah, this is this is where we decide: Are Arsenal even going to get close to European football, or is it just go for the Europa League and we'll see you in mid-table? This is where we see Willian come into his own. <laughs> Watch this man; he's gonna. He's going to turn into like a prime Ronaldinho. Oh, my word. Watch him, watch him. Can't wait for that it's prediction. Do you want to put a prediction on that? Or uh, okay. Uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> don't cut that one for the highlights in a few weeks' time. We'll leave that one. Um, and last thing I'll say, I, I will say that um, we caught Leeds on a good day because 
they were without, in my opinion, their most important player, Calvin Phillips. And I think without yeah. him there in that in that number six, there it's like Liverpool with Henderson not in that position as well. It's tough to yeah. get that ball moving up and to get the move started. And without him, I think Bielsa overplayed it. I think he should have just played Shackleton there. Instead, he brought Strout forward to the DM and Shackleton across to right back. Mm. And Shackleton was getting destroyed by Aubameyang and Saka when he switched over. And Strout had no influence on the game in the first half. So I think that yeah. kind that kind of cost him in the first half. But we got we we can only play what's in front of us. We took that uh, advantage into it, and I'm happy with the performance. And I think the, the the most important thing I think for just all football fans is an entertaining game of football. Of course. And that's and that's and that's what's been and you know that's one thing I would say about Leeds. I've said it previously, and I've you know I've I've berated you know those Leeds fanboys and fangirls who are like, whoa, look at Bielsa play, it's incredible. You know he deserved to be coach of the year and all that. That that is ridiculous in itself. Yeah, keep pointing at yourself, keep pointing at you. Stand but by it. Person, and I've always said it's about results, not about how the way you play. But I suppose even. You know, maybe Spurs fans would think this. You know, it's all you know, Mourinho and how they're playing at the moment. Then you know they're not playing a great style of football. They're relying so heavily on Kane and Son, and still they're not picking up results. Mm. Whereas Leeds, you know, the way they play football, it makes for the neutral. You you think, yeah, there's going to be goals in this Leeds game. I want to put it on, and that's what I think is the nice. That was I say is the nice thing about them being in the back in the Premier yeah. League, um, which is difficult for me to say, but. Uh, <laughs> I've said You're, it anyway. I'm going to make you a believer by the end of this season or next. I'm going to make you a believer mm, in BLC. We'll, um, well, I've had... Oh, you've bitten into it again. I was about to throw to you again. Uh, I've, forced, I've forced you into, like... Keep going, keep going. <laughs> I've forced you into trying to uh, give us something uh, Valentine's-themed yes. uh, that we can sink our teeth into, so to speak, this week. Of course. Um, what, what have you got for me? Well, I've stopped eating my pan of raisin now, yeah. which is a problem, I would just add quickly, as I've never actually eaten something on the pod so far, which I've actually really enjoyed. Yes, he's going back so for this more. is why yeah. I keep eating it. I need to <laughs> put it to the side. Yeah. But, yes, um, I thought we'd go a bit Valentine's-y, Jack. Nice. Um, and, obviously, episode five as well, so there's a little... Okay. So, we got, I've got five questions for you. Your five football loves. Oh, okay. So, I'm going to ask you um, five things that you love uh, within football. Um, five questions, and you're going to give me an answer, explain a bit why, okay. uh, and then we'll swap it around. Bit nice. Of, bit, love is in the air, keep yeah. it around. Okay, so first one, tell me a player that you love, Okay. that yeah. you've loved to watch, maybe that you've, that you've seen as an icon. I think I can already guess. Uh, and I think, yeah, I, I mean... Let's be honest, the obvious pick would be on me, so I'm going to go, I'm going to yeah. move across. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna go Ian Wright. Okay. Um, mainly because it's so nice when a a player retires and stays so heavily involved with the club. In terms of like, you can see that they're a fan and the passion mm. that they showed not only when they're playing but now when they're watching. Every it just fills my heart with so much joy whenever we win. Yeah. And I look onto it, and the first thing I see is. Righty posting a, a video of him in the match of the day studio celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's so nice to see. He's he's such an inspiring uh, character with his story himself. Uh, I'd I'd recommend anyone watches a uh, Ian Wright documentary if you can find one. They're so uh, interesting to see he, how he's he's built up in it and this sort of late bloomer, like similar to Vardy that he only yeah, came yeah, to the Premier yeah. League late on 
and still Real managed to make a success. Story. But yeah, it's it's so I I've I've said before that even though on we got me into football, I think if I could like if you say you can have any player past or present, you can go down to the local and share a pint with it would be in right for me. I think. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a nice choice. It's a nice ebb away from Henri. Yeah. I feel like we we, we ebb, mentioned him think, a lot. I feel. I feel like every episode yeah. you've somehow brought Thierry Henri yeah. into the conversation. So next, I know you're a big fan of these. You mentioned okay. it episode one. A favorite kit, a kit that you've loved. Okay. Past, you know, previous now. It's, any kit. Oh, so it's tough. I mean, obviously, there's so many. There's so yeah. so many. Um, favorite Arsenal kit, I would say the uh, the uh, again standard basic pick would be a bruised banana. Um, I'm gonna okay. So you're a colorful man. You're a colorful that, that, that's, man. That's that's the that's the go. That would be like everyone. But I think that's I think people are blinded by well, first the color, but also blinded by how the rarity and the like attractiveness of it. So I'm gonna say. Okay. Uh, the 0506 where we wore burgundy, like the burgundy home shirt. Ooh, Made okay. Sent a badge as well, which I'm a huge oh, fan of. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. That is a nice kit. That's a nice yeah, colour. That's, I'm going to go that for Arsenal. Uh, I'm going to throw uh, England Italia 90 out there as well. Yeah. Um, and also the one that uh, keeps getting ripped off, remade and sold on Instagram for like 15 quid. Uh, the Holland 1988, you know, the bright orange and with yes, white. And, yeah. And with nice the Satsuma yeah. number. Yeah, I, I'm going to go those three. I mean, you got a bit of everything in there. Okay, nice choice. Next, we'll go with a stadium you love. So it can be a stadium you've maybe been to or that you just... You you see maybe the you know you see the atmosphere on the TV. What what are you going for? The stadium. I can't bring myself to pick the Emirates because uh, as 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 uh, impressive a stadium as it is, mm. it, I, I I can't say that I've been there. I've been wowed by the, the game day <laughs> experiences. Um, I've, and it's it's in the same ballpark as Wembley. Great experience to see it and to be around it, but it's not exactly yeah. like that roaring atmosphere. Um, mm. You might share this with me as as a fellow Nottingham Trent alumni. Um, I, I've had some great memories mm. at the City Ground. And I think. Um. Oh come on! It's a, it's a, I mean, it's a great <laughs> the stadium. City Ground. It's a, it's a great stadium. Forest. It's a great oh. stadium. Great history. Great location. Right on the riverbank. Any stadium on the riverbank is a great pick as well. And when they win, it's a good atmosphere. <laughs> When not, I've, also... I've had some bad games in there too. I know we both have, but um, I, I think it's a really like you, it's 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 one that's like all encompassing of the of the local history of the of the city and, and its football. And also, I do on... like what you're doing here. You're giving a big plug for all the knots people yeah. to get involved in the pod. I like that. Yeah, and and another you get one, knots audience. Another one's a, a bit of a weird one as well. I'm gonna throw Villa Park in that as well. Okay, one I've, for the Villa fans as well. Yeah, I've, I've been Villa Park before, and I think the since redoing Holt End, it's a fantastic like encapsulation of the atmosphere in in, in Aston Villa. Great to look at, city centre. I it's mm. I yeah, Villa Park's a great one for me as well. But I'm going to go City Ground for for some fond memories. Okay, well, I mean, it's 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 one for the big Knots fans. We better have a big Knots following after episode five. <laughs> I'd hope so. Everyone with their city ground memories. Um, okay, number four, Jack. A moment you'd love to replay. 
can be you know any footballing Ooh. moment. A penalty, okay. a goal, something. Whilst I think of it, I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say for as, as a to note. These are the okay. f- that was my favourite stadiums that I've been to. Obviously, there were better stadiums. Oh, thank God! There was a concern for yeah. me. I did think of all the stadiums around the world, he's gone the city ground. Yeah, no, I mean, I, mean, I, I can't, I can't speak about atmosphere and stuff at stadiums I've never experienced. So yeah, okay, that's a nice, that's a nice ploy from you. Okay, um, moment. I mean, what did I, what did I feel the most joy with? Mm. Three, three things have come to mind. I'm thinking, A, our Sharvin goal against Barcelona. Yep. Um, minus points is we lost the second leg and went out anyway. Um, Sad reacts only. Arsenal, first FA Cup in uh, first cup in nine years against Hull, going from 2-0 down to win 3-2. Yes. Um, down Getting minus points. Getting the Tigers. Minus points against Hull. Uh, I mean, we, should, we shouldn't have been 2-0 down in the first place. That's, it was always like... Saving from embarrassment more than more than joy. Yeah, more relief than joy. Never write those tigers off. So can't. now I'm going between two moments from the 2018 World Cup because there was, I mean, okay. so it's everyone says Kieran Tierney's free kick. Kieran Tierney, I didn't see. Oh, him sorry, in the World Cup. I've got I've got him on the head. Uh, that Kim Arsenal Trippier. loving is just <laughs> that Arsenal loving's just taken over. Sorry, sorry, I was thinking of the better fullback. <laughs> uh, I was thinking of Kieran Trippier. <laughs> everyone says Kieran Trippier's free kick. Um, yeah. Again, against uh, Croatia, but again, like not very long after, it turned to despair. So I'm thinking, what led to joy for a longer period, and that was the penalty shootout win against Colombia, I think. Yeah, and and that was that Eric Dyer providing the goods. Yeah, I, I know. went on a night out after that. I yeah. went to my local nightclub, Smack, which <laughs> I can say is not a place where you really want to go. But it was only the only real local place. So, mm. yeah, it was a classic smack night. Everyone's in the England shirts. It yeah. was a nice vibe. Very sticky place, though. It's one of those where your feet were always glued to the floor. Oh, okay. um, but, yeah, no, I like that moment from you. It's a good shout. Mm. Any any other questions? There's one more. Okay. A celebration you love. An iconic celebration that you think, yeah, that was quality. This one doesn't need any thinking. Back. This one doesn't need thinking. Go for it. Hit me. Gaza, Euro 96, dentist chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the best goals of all time. Uh, does the Scotland defender uh, over over the head, hits it with a volley, into the back of the net. I know what I'm going to do. I've just scored one of the best goals of all time. Let me take the mick out of the papers that um, had me on a night out the, <laughs> on the week yeah. before and let me do the same thing with, with the lads. It was absolutely... Uh, great stuff and you'd expect nothing less from, from Gaza I prefer uh, celebrations like that rather than just you know Alan Shearer just sticking his hand up all the yeah. time like put it down like do something a bit different let's jazz it up I'm ashamed and it's a, a shame he's scored so many goals but always just brought out the just straight arm up hand like, in the I, air. Can, like, I can respect like, the consistency like a, but I want some character like a student like, asking the teacher me, a question yeah. you know Throw me a um, Luis Suarez diving in front of David Moyes. Uh, that was yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, stuff with like character probably. and backstory to it. I like Sammy Eto. You know, yeah. after Jose Mourinho said he was old, yeah. bringing out the walking yeah. stick. Stuff with context. I love. All right, so yeah. I, I mean, are we? Am I uh, replaying them to you then? Well, I, I can I can run through mine very quickly. Yeah, go for it. Right, a player I love. I'm going to go with Eden Hazard. That man okay. was a genius on a football pitch. He glided like an eagle. He was so impressive to watch. It was just it made everything look effortless. A lot of was, was in un- here. A lot of was past he, tense. 
it, I know, don't bring it up. It's it's heartbreak now. Um, I mean, he was he was brilliant to watch. Honestly, he single handedly won us games at points. It was phenomenal. Um, then I would go a stadium I love. I've been to the new camp, the oh, camp new yeah. in Barcelona. Um, slightly I better than the city ground. <laughs> well, slightly better. It was obviously very good timing from me as well as. I managed to choose, I think, the only game that season where Messi was injured. Nice. So I didn't actually see him play. Um, and it was a one-all draw with Getafe. Seydou Keita scored that iconic name. And it's name. still topping your list. That's how good it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just incredible to be there. I was so up high. It's so high up. Yeah. I genuinely thought I had vertigo. It was crazy. Um, then a kit I love. I'm going to go World Cup kit 2006 England. Okay. And the reason for that is I always just I you had the the white you had the white kit which I always just remember John Terry scoring the first goal at Wembley against Brazil in. And also you had the red kit as well. I remember for that World Cup in 2006 we um I remember me and my brother and my dad we all had the same kit with different names on the back. I had Michael Owen, dad had yeah. Rooney. I had Owen that year Jack. as well. Yeah, well, great call. <laughs> And then my brother had Steven Gerrard. For some reason, I was trying to remember it yesterday, and I had this faint memory of him having Owen Hargreaves. I thought, that's a bit of a bizarre call if he did. I think it was Stevie G, so we'll go with that, the more iconic name. But um, no, I'm definitely going that kit. I just remember I would would always be in that football shirt. would never take it off. Every non-uniform day, I was in it. Um, And then a moment I'd love to replay, no questions asked, Didier Drogba's penalty. On my mum's birthday, 19th of May, family parties, a buffet. I'm sat there in tears thinking Champions League's gone. Thomas Muller, you snake. Didier with the big header. Gary Neville's loving it. And then that iconic penalty shootout. Juan Mata misses. I think it's done. I'm going to get roasted at school again. Brilliant. Thank you very much. And then take it away. And um, yeah, Didier Drogba, that final penalty. I remember just being in tears, bawling in tears. I remember my friend Fred's was there with it and it was like a family party and he just saw me like hugging my mum crying. I think he was looking at me like, oh. One, I think it was jealousy because he's a Villa fan. But two, I also think it was grow up, Will. But I couldn't (laughs) at that point. That was unbelievable for me. And then finally, a celebration I love. You know what? I probably will go with I always loved Didier Drogba's. Like he would do the knee slide and bring the arms yeah. up like a like a bit of a puffin. Yeah, I like I loved that. it. I did that. I I tell you what, I I did a bit of that in the old. Uh, so I was I a big fan s- of the old arms out. I I remember him also scoring a goal. Um, I remember scoring a goal in a um like a S- Sunday league game. Yeah. When I was like maybe eleven, I remember. Do you remember that Visa advert? It was just before a World Cup. Where it was a guy who like goes on his knees and then he puts his like hand on his hand on his nose like this, does that, and he does like a bit of a chicken impression as well as he's like as he's like on his knees, like walking almost. It sounds very bizarre. I have I no idea what you're talking about. I have no idea. Clearly, what radio about. commentary needs some work, <laughs> but I would say I did that celebration um, when I think we're about six nil up already, um, and it, yeah, it's it's as much shithousery as possibly like Anthony Martial against Southampton. Mm. But I've done that celebration in front of the opposing team's parents. Nice. You know, and every, every, you know the team's love. My teammates are loving it, but they're also looking at me like, you know, grow up, Will. What on earth are you doing? <laughs> See, but no, those are my five. Yeah, fair play. Those are good. my. I've I been. You know, you got to go. I'm saying we both had it was good. Rare, I scored. I'm, I'm saying we both got good picks. Maybe uh, in the week uh, we put the we put the both our 
combined picks out onto the Twitter. Maybe a poll Let's to see it. who's got the better picks. Yeah, I mean, we did a poll the other day and they said that you would be a better referee than me. So I think we should... Yeah, you didn't even tell me that was going to go out and I wasn't even able to retweet it and you... Uh, Got done, <laughs> got done by the Murph as a uh, as a towering referee. The people, the people know what they like and they know what they want to see. Um, Should we bang through some predictions, Joe? Let's get some predictions. Will we're doing better on them? We're doing a lot better on them. It was That's three like three three this week. Not quite as high scoring as, as last week. Three three okay. from us this week, which means the t- total scores at the minute. I'm on eight. You're on nine for the season after four games. Tight. Oh, it's top tight. There. Um, also, I'm going to give a shout out to um, Tom Beale, one of my uh, friends. I saw Tom's, yeah, I saw he's Tom's been, predictions. He's been in the p- uh, predictions for the last two weeks. And I think even though... Do we done, write him in? I, I don't know, because here's the thing. I'm a bit worried for us, because he's 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 done two weeks, we've done four, and he's only like two or three points behind us. Worrying. So I don't... Okay. I, I, I mean, if he has a well, stellar okay, week... Okay, if he has try, a, he's on a trial run. If he has a stellar week, he can get a mention uh, in, in, in the okay. predictions. But, Maybe uh, we should do that. If people start doing predictions yeah. alongside us, if they have a good week, we'll shout yeah. them out um, to our many followers. Special predictions this week. Champo League's back. The big UCL. It's back, <laughs> It's back. Last 16. And Tuesday's treating us to two absolute potential worldies. Uh, I'm going to start you off with yeah. Barcelona PSG. And I'm going to go... Oh, this is tough. I mean, Barcelona obviously not had a great season this year. Coming up against... Mm. Um, um, so Pochettino's uh, newly uh, uh, acquired PSG. No Neymar though. No Neymar. No um, Neymar. The five Barcelona was like hit and miss against Juventus as well, which doesn't help. I'm gonna go one-one. I think they're gonna ease each other into it, and then the second legs where we get the the cracker. Um, okay. And I'm gonna go for Antoine Griezmann to score. Okay. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? I'm gonna, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two nil Barcelona. Ooh. I'm gonna go two nil Barcelona. Um, and I'm gonna go Lionel Messi to score. How could I not? It's safe, safe pick. Safe pick. It's a safe pick, but imagine it doesn't. It'll probably not come in now because I've gone with it. Safe. Um, but I'm gonna go Lionel. I think it's. I think he got another double at the weekend yeah. against like Al, uh, Alaves or uh, Alaves. Alaves. Yeah. Remember the. Yeah, it was, and he he looks on fire at the minute. Even if Barcelona aren't firing themselves, so yeah, Lionel Messi two 0 Barca first leg. I'd like to see you pick a safe pick on this one. RB Leipzig Liverpool same time on Tuesday. Liverpool yeah. obviously out of form. RB Leipzig no Timo Werner this season. Still doing decent in the Bundesliga, second in the league, four points yeah, behind yeah, leaders yeah. Bayern. Uh, what are you thinking here in this first leg? Uh, I think Liverpool are going to get back. To winning ways. Okay. I think it's going to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a really close game, first leg. But I think they're going to get an away goal. I'm going to go one nil Liverpool, and I'm going to go Sadio Mane to score. I'm going to go Sadio to score. But I, yeah, I think Champions League turn up in the big occasion. Yeah, I'm going to go one nil. Um, I've backed Liverpool too much, and they've and they've stopped coming in for me. I'm Let going against them. I'm going two one RB Leipzig for this one, and Liverpool have it all to do. In the reverse, I'm going to say. Here's the issue. Ooh. Leipzig, without Werner, don't really have a, a known top goal scorer. Everyone's on... I think their top scorer this season in the league's on like four. It's like Pulse yeah, and Sabitzer. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really want to back them. So I'm going to go stick with Mo Salah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you just said the same yeah. pick to me. Housing <laughs> me for a safe pick. Okay. Yeah, we'll see about that. I'm a bit concerned. A, I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting you to just go messy, so I had to like scrap. Yeah, yeah. Scrap, uh, scrap the whole. <laughs> scrap the whole list. I've Throw got it in the air. Damn. 
<laughs> and then finally, uh, yeah. back to the Premier League for the weekend. Uh, we're going to go for Arsenal, Man City. Um, mm. I, you, you said last week it's always good to back your team, and it, and it got me the equaliser uh, last week by saying Arsenal yeah. would win. Um, don't have the faith this week. Man City ah. are just too good. I feel like they beat us. Mm. Uh, to nil every single time they play us at the minute in the last like yeah. three to four years. I'm gonna say two nil City. I was close to okay. saying three nil there, but I'm gonna try and <laughs> pack us to keep yeah. it low. I'm gonna say two nil City. Um, and I'm gonna go for a man that I feel like regularly scores against us. I'm gonna go Raheem Sterling. Okay. Well, I'm. Do you know what? If you'd have gone 3-0, you would have taken my prediction. So thank you very much. Okay. I'm going 3-0 yeah, Man City. Don't like, that. like you said, they are just too strong at the moment. They're on a serious run of form. I don't think Arsenal are stopping that. And I'm afraid with that back line as well, as solid as a rock, I don't see um, you getting any past them. Um, and also, in terms of goal scorer, I'm going to go with Ilke Gundogan. Simply because... He's almost turned into prime Yaya Torre, and I don't know where. I was, it's I was thinking come some. From. I, I was thinking some like Lampard, Lampard esque runs into the box. I don't know what's going on, but he is on serious form at the minute, um, and I think he's going to keep it running. So I'm going to go three 0 City. Okay to score. Good prediction. I big shout out to Wilco Gundogan, captain Tim in the FPL this week uh, for a 19 Vargas. point haul against Tottenham. Uh, so thank you yeah, very much. Me uh, thinking I might Ilko. put him in. I thought no. <laughs> uh, well, before we come to a close, you know the drill here. A new podcast. I'd like to remind everyone: check out the rest of our platforms. We've made it onto TikTok, by the way. We got a TikTok on there, and it's done the rounds. I'm really it's, impressed. It's I'm really impressed. 180 likes, I think we bagged with no What's outside promotion. Um, hopefully a second one's up uh, this week. I'm thinking maybe the uh, the Royal Rumble uh, managers, I can turn that into a little TikTok. That could be quite a fun yeah, watch. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be nice. I mean, that that might, uh, who knows? If we get numbers like that, there might be a TikTok exclusive podcast. Who knows? <laughs> well, I'm I'm waiting until we wrap up, so keep racking up these breakfast clubs, and then we turn oh, it into a compilation. All of them. Yeah, the, the compilation. Bang, I can't bang, wait for bang, that. bang. I think it'd be quite nice. Uh, if you want to vote on these polls that we've been doing uh, week in, week out, and to see potential highlights, look on our Twitter, at PTTOPod. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please like, please subscribe. Uh, if you have anyone you know that likes football that doesn't know about this podcast, let them know. Get, get them in on the act. Get what the word doing? out. Get it out there. Carry a pigeon. Tell them. Fly. Tell any, them. Let them know. Any form of transport uh, that's safe with COVID guidelines, please yeah. make sure that that's you <laughs> that you let them know. They've got nothing better carry to do in the lockdown. Could, yeah, I mean, carry a pigeon could work with COVID guidelines. Could go. Could go off. Know. Um, okay, well, end of the episode. Let's hear about this breakfast yep. club. This cheaty breakfast club. I'm not a fan of it. Oh, uh, well, it's an, it's not in the Mon game. I don't like it either. But at the end of the day, I may not like it. I love it. It's a 9 out of 10. It doesn't get much better than a Pana Raison. And that black coffee has really sorted me out. It's given me a real buzz. I feel mm. punchy in this episode, yeah. Jack. I feel like I really offered something today. A bit of energy. A bit of energy in the room. So, uh, no, I'm going 9 out of 10. It's top of the leaderboard. Could be hard to top considering... I chose it. Um, uh, and also, I mean, I'm not going to make a pan raison. No. Um, so, no. Uh, yeah, 9 out of 10. Big showing from it today. Love it. Love that. He's put the TalkSport uh, members on notice. Get your breakfast game going. Get it better. Americano, pan raison. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, thank you very much for watching. Uh, that's full time on episode five. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you.